Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, pretty lady. Uh-uh. Of all the gyms in the world, you decided to work out in mine. What? Hey, who taught you how to lift all those heavy weights, huh? Let's <laughs> <laughs> say we get out of this planet fitness and go back to my place. I like to call it planet pleasure. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah. Not a bad one. <laughs> Let's face it. I work out there. When it comes to dating, Aww. women have to avoid a lot of landmines, and that's why a list is going viral of the three types of men that women shouldn't waste their time on. So let's go over the list, shall we? (laughs) So weird. (laughs) Me and this list have a couple things in common. It's not that long. It's only three (laughs) things that they say you should not waste your time on. But number one, they say immature men, you should not waste your time on. This one is tricky because immature men are often charismatic. They're a lot of fun and are often quite handsome. Yeah. I don't know why immaturity makes them more handsome. Maybe because they're youthful looking. I think it's a (laughs) playfulness. A bunch of Peter Pans running around out here. Peter Pans? Yeah, it's called Peter Pan syndrome when they're like, they won't grow up and they're just running around and just being young forever. That's fun. I think it's great as long as you go to work when you're supposed to. They don't. That's the point. (laughs) (laughs) It says that's the problem with immature men is they like to live in the moment so much that they don't want any pressure. They want to see how things go. In other words, they have no plans for the future. And this is the type of guy that wastes a woman's time because they always have excuses Mm. and they typically seem so close yet so far. Mm. Just picturing the person writing that. So close, yet so far. They're they're definitely speaking from experience. I miss Todd. (laughs) Anyway, on to the next thing I was writing about. We're going over a list of the top three types of guys that women should avoid wasting their time with. Overachievers is the second one on the list. What? Why? It says, you want a hardworking guy, but sometimes, especially when a guy is young, he's so focused on his career and on making money that having any kind of relationship other than hookups isn't likely to be on his radar. Hmm. So I guess. 
guess you'd be unavailable. I'm just really focused on my career, babe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how many times have you heard that? He says, you can tell a man he's like this if he's always busy, except for when he calls or texts for the occasional late night booty call. Mm. Uh, Once in a while, he might take you on an actual date, but he'll only do the bare minimum to keep you hanging on the line. Think about it. They're overachievers, which also means they overachieve in the pleasure department, too. So oh. that's what keeps you coming back for more. <laughs> so depending on what you need out of this overachiever, yeah. there he is. Going over <laughs> list is going viral. The three types of men that women shouldn't waste their time with. This one seems pretty obvious, but players. Players are so outdated. Like what a whack term. And so is the word whack. But, <laughs> but I feel like it applies. I feel like players are so not even on anybody's radar anymore. But aren't players just blank boys? I didn't want to say the word. 100%. Yes. And nobody wants that anymore. It's not even cute. But y'all are out here still hooking up with them. <laughs> they're boring. Because yeah, no, they're boring is what they are. F-boys are a bunch of boring suckers. Why are they boring? It's so predictable to see them out here liking every girl in a bikini. So predictable to know that they've got somebody else on their phones. So how do you you're not gauge, fun to talk to. How do you gauge if a guy is a player, Nina? I feel like I just know. I have a radar. I can feel it. I mean. After you stalk them on social for a few hours. No, I can, <laughs> I can usually pick up on it pretty quick. What is the thing that they do? Is it just like the... It's the way that they speak. It's the way that they talk yeah. about things. It's the way that they talk about even like their favorite restaurant. Sometimes if you go into too many details in the beginning, it's like you're painting a false picture. So what? then you can pay attention to the picture that's being painted and it's not completely in color, but it's very detailed. Does that make sense to you? No. It does to not me. Not at all. This <laughs> <laughs> list of the three types of men that women shouldn't waste their time in says that players are adept at telling women what they want to hear. However, if you listen closely, you'll hear a common theme in your conversation conversation with these men. They don't have a plan that includes you and they don't have any plans for the future. Mm. It says if you want to be with a quality man, listening is the most important part of the deal. What a man says has to sound good to you. Mm. <laughs> Jewel's face looks so confused by yeah, that. Yeah. But if they listen to you and are able to repeat what you said and pay attention to the things that you like, now we've got green flags. Yeah, it says you'll know a man is ready for and interested in a healthy relationship when he makes an actual plan with you. But is that plans for the future or is that like Next hey, on Tuesday, let's go to the taco place that's really good. Yeah, because if you're doing that on a Thursday and you're talking about next Tuesday, green flag. Y'all ever seen it a is. Tinder swindler? A lot of plans are made right. in the Tinder swindler. I'm just saying. He made those women his whole world while he took them for all they were worth. Damn. Well, I'm also saying that planning is good because you know what the real red flag type of text is? Are you up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you awake? You out? Yeah. You He's out? You doing stuff? the next five minutes there. Like, how, I can pick you up from wherever you're at if you need a ride. <laughs> as long as it's not too far. That's a yeah. nice guy. Yeah, that's a super He's nice guy. picking him up? I'm thinking it's, <laughs> I'm thinking it's oh, wow. like five, it's ten Uber? minutes away. If it's 30 minutes away, definitely not. Right, it's Uber. pick yeah. you up, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> Sorry, wasn't even planning on doing anything yeah. that night. She's like, well, you'll pick me up. I'll go out. It's fine. <laughs> it's another Jubal phone prank. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Dr. Office, this is Evan. Hey, Evan, how you doing? My name is Pete Eakins, and I have an appointment coming up next week, and I just wanted to call and touch base with you guys a little bit about something. Oh, okay, okay. What do you need to know? Uh, well, it's, I don't think when I made the appointment, I described exactly what I was looking for. So I just wanted to make sure you guys were ready. I've never been sure. to a plastic surgery office oh, before, that's... so I didn't even know like what I should be prepared for. But I also think that you guys should be prepared for my visit as well. 
Well, know. that's perfectly normal that we get that all the time. I'm very understanding. No problem. So what was the main thing that you wanted to see Dr. for? <sighs> Long story short, okay. Um, my nana passed recently. Your nana? Oh, yeah, my, oh I'm so sorry. That's all right. Um, Nannykin's passed. And it's fine. You know, she was older and we all saw it coming. She was fine. Made peace with her maker before before kicking the old bucket. Um, but she did pass uh-huh. on to the other side. So Nannikins is no longer with us. Uh-huh. And I wanted to get everything ready for her funeral. Okay. So that's why I wanted to come in. Uh, so the, the passing of your Nana or yeah. Nana? Mm-hmm. Nannikins, Nannikins. I'm just not sure, and no offense, why any plastic surgeon's office would have anything to do with your your Nannikins. Oh, well, I want her to look her best. I'm sorry? Yeah, I mean, I want her to look her best. And frankly, she doesn't look the greatest right now also. Like I said, she was 105 years old, so... Skin's kind of wrinkly and all that. You know, I want her to look 22 again oh. when we put her in the ground. That's all. No, no, sir. We we don't. Okay, so that's, I'm so sorry again, but we that's not, we don't do that. We, we do just for people that are like, you uh, well, know, I just, alive. you know, it's, it's not too much. And the good thing is, you know, if you do rhinoplasty, you want to give her a new nose, some higher cheekbones. Really, you could do anything. You don't even have to put her under. <laughs> Saves money on insurance, right? No uh, anesthesiologist, none of that stuff. She's not going to wake up. So I would like to see her with um, sort of a, a, uh, a Scarlett Johansson nose and a Kim Kardashian bottom. So you realize you're, you're asking a plastic surgeon's office to give your grandma, who's deceased, butt implants? Yes, and a new nose and higher cheekbones and maybe... There's, not, there's, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. Okay, so so what you're saying is... That when I bring her in there for her appointment, you cannot bring well, her. I schedule. In. I, I do sca- not bring your diseased grandmother in here. Okay. Okay. F- deal. When I come in, I see where you're going with this. I'm picking up what you're putting down. When I come in to visit Doctor for my free plastic surgery consultation for me, only for me, and I happen to bring my grandma with me because we go everywhere together. Should I bring a duffel bag full of extra no, cash so we can not. get it done? It doesn't matter how much money you bring in. You're not bribing us to put butt implants in your dead grandma. You know what? I'm actually right downstairs. I'm just going to come up the no, elevator right now no, and then. No, no, sir. Sir, you need to stop right there. That is completely against health codes. We could get in very serious trouble. And, and sir, I'm going to have to call the police. So I think what you're saying is there's no way you're going to give my nana a booty? Yeah, there's no way we're giving nana a booty. And I'm calling the police. Okay, well, I'll let you know it's a prank phone call then right now. How about that? Pardon me? This is actually Jubal from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank on you, and your coworker Gene set you up. Oh my god! <laughs> he said that you guys get all kinds of weird phone calls, and <laughs> not I like thought, that. yeah, nothing would be weirder than trying to get Nana, Nana a new booty before she's buried. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up every morning with Jubal phone pranks. Weekday mornings on the twenties. Time for What's Trending with Nina. Okay, so this is kind of a spoiler alert, but also not if you're a fan of Mean Girls. So the new Mean Girls movie is out. Mm. Lindsay Lohan does make an appearance. 
What? It's not in the movie. Yeah, it's not really a spoiler because by now people have been talking about it. I know she makes an appearance in it. I know, but <gasps> now you do. <laughs> Nina, I said kind of a spoiler alert, not a full one. Part of the reason why we're talking about Lindsay though is she got a little bit butt hurt because there's a joke in the movie too that she didn't find very funny. But the good news is for that one little cameo that she made in this movie, regardless if she's butt hurt over the joke or not, she made five hundred thousand. What? Not bad. Do we know the joke? No. No. That's a real spoiler. I'm just surprised how fast this is. It. Are we already doing a remake of a movie that just barely Whoa. got made? Um, Easy. Where have you been? Because yeah. it's a musical. Yeah, I don't care what type of movie it is. When did Mean, Girl, <laughs> when did mean Girls come out? The original Mean Girls was released in 2004. Oh, so oh, it wow, has been 20 years. Ago, yeah. Oh, I, you know what? I take it back. I've been for the first time, yeah. at least this year, I'm wrong. Now you're okay with it? No, it's totally fine now. Yeah, yeah. Let's repackage and resell as many things as we can. Just like it's not left. a repackage and resell though. It's different. It's a musical. What has Lindsay Lohan been up to? You just described a repackage. Well, she's a mom now. Did you see? Did you know that? Lindsay Lohan is a parent. Yeah. I say it like that. Can you believe it? This is Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I want to know the joke that was I'm said looking that for the joke. Mad. Yeah, I just keep saying the joke was hurtful and Lindsay was disappointed. Well, what was but the if, line? If she was in it, wouldn't she have heard it when it happened? Yeah, but I guess she wasn't amused after the fact. If you're butt hurt by a line and they said they're going to pay you $500,000, aren't you going to do it anyway? Even if you feel offended by one line? Yeah. I think I've heard about the line. I didn't know she was actually in it, but it had somewhere around it, it said something about fiery <laughs> Oh, you're right. And she's got a fire. Who was that? That's what she was upset about. Here it is. She's a redhead. You, you, can't, you can't be a redhead and be upset about that. So yeah. I guess in the movie, they were like, I wonder who would want to sleep with her. And then she's a fire. Why would you be mad about that? Maybe the who'd want to sleep with her first. the truth hurts. Yeah, as a former redhead, that's just something you have to accept as a redhead. Yeah. Also, it's you been on Broadway forever. I'm sure they didn't change the line just for the movie. For 500 grand, though, I'd get butt hurt in all types of ways. Yeah, I'm good with that. Whoa. <laughs> Easy. PG. <laughs> I didn't say which ways, Victoria. Oh, my goodness, Victoria. <laughs> Sorry. And that's what's trending. It's time to catch a cheater. Only on the Jubal Show. If you want to win the Jubal Show's trip to the Caribbean, you got to listen at 810. Drew is on the phone today for to catch a cheater, and he's been with Grace for three years, but now he thinks that something might be going on. Drew, thanks for coming on the show, man. What's up? Oh, man, I just got this feeling in my stomach, you know? I just know that she's cheating, and I think something happened she went on a girl's trip about a week ago. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it's like she's been distant with me. She's avoiding conversations with me. We haven't been intimate. It, it just doesn't feel right. Okay. okay. Have you had bad feelings before and been correct? Maybe even outside of Grace? It, yeah, not with her, but in previous relationships I have. Okay. Yeah. The minute I feel it, it, it it's an indication that, that something's up. Do you know the people that she went on this trip with? And like, did they post? Were you watching? <laughs> of course, that's the first thing I ask because I would. Yeah, she went with her girlfriends. She was gone for about four days and really wasn't responsive to my text. I only talked to her once a day. I mean, she had plenty of time to do whatever she did. I, she's just not this uncommunicative with me. And it just seems like she's guilty about something. I mean, I understand why you would be jumping to those conclusions. We just want to kind of flesh it out a little bit and make sure that, you know, there aren't other possible reasons. Like when you come back from a girl's trip, you need to recover, Yeah, you know, like hangover and stuff. 
<laughs> it, it wasn't only the trip, though. Friends of ours got engaged recently, yeah. and I brought up the possibility of us getting engaged at some point. And the minute that I did, she immediately shot me down oh. and just did not want to talk about it. People's reaction to how that line of questioning mm-hmm. is very telling. Well, and to that point, did, <sighs> you, did you ask her straight up? Were you like, what did you, did you mess around with somebody? Did you ask? Did I ask her straight up? No, I haven't. Okay. I haven't. Okay, cool. And you had a good idea for how you think that we could catch her if she is cheating? Yeah, there's this grocery store that's handing out free wine tastings. And uh, we both love wine. And I think you should call as you're a person from the grocery store. And there's like a wine event, and you could ask her if you know, she would take me as her plus one, something like that. Okay, cool. All right, well, we'll play a song, come back, and then call her from the grocery store and see if she takes you to the wine tasting event. That sounds fabulous. Or <laughs> somebody else, okay, man? Awesome, thank you. All right, play a song, come back, get your To Catch a Cheater next. Bean Dad, The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. 
And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. It's time to catch a cheater. Only on the Jubal Show. If you're just joining us for To Catch a Cheater, Drew is on the phone, and he thinks that his girlfriend of three years named Grace might be cheating. So we're about to call her from the grocery store that she's a rewards card member at. And Drew told us that they like to go to wine tastings together. So we're going to offer her a VIP experience at our new wine tasting thingy that I'll say it better than <laughs> when I call <laughs> that we have and see if she adds him as her plus one or someone else. Real quick though, before we call her, Drew, why don't you catch everybody up on the situation? Why do you think she's cheating? Yeah, so she went on a girl's trip about a week ago, and ever since then she's been super distant with me, and we haven't been intimate, and she completely shot me down when I I pitched the idea of us getting proposed one day. And in my gut, I just know that something happened on her trip. Okay. All right, here we go, man. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to dial her phone right now. Hello? Hi, this is Jordan calling from I was looking for our rewards card member named Grace Uh, yeah, this is she. Grace, please, how are you? Please don't hang up. I, um, I'm calling you because congratulations, you're this month's big winner. What does that mean? <laughs> Sorry, I'm confused. I don't, what does that mean? In case you didn't know, we've opened up a wine bar, but we're inviting a few of our very important customers like yourself to our soft launch and our soft opening with a special guest sommelier from Italy who will be there. Okay, but this is real. That's, I mean, that's yes. cool. Yes, this it's is- a very special event. I don't, uh, you buy a lot of wine with us, and so we yeah. noticed that. And so, anyway, you're this month's big winner. It's, a, it's an event where you can bring a plus one. Okay. And we'll send you okay, all the cool. details in your email. Okay, awesome. Oh, that and sounds nice. It's a very posh private event. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's cool. That's cool. It's going to be very romantic, too, so I don't know if you have a romantic partner that you would like to take with you. So I get a plus one for this? Yes, you do. Um. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I know who I'd take for this. Oh, well, wonderful. You know what? If you know right now, I can go ahead, because I will need to put their name down, too, on the list. Oh, sure. What's the name of the person that you would like to come with you? Yeah, Mackenzie. And a last name on that? Okay. But is that a romantic interest? No, no. Um, no, I just want some girl time. Um, she's one of my best days. Yeah, I think this would be Do you have a significant other at all? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I would... I can make an exception mm-hmm. and I can invite... You, we can, you can invite them as well. Oh, no. You know what? I'd actually, my gut, it would be preferable to go with Mackenzie. I just like, I have some things to figure out. So I think a girl's night would be great. Thank you. Sure. Thank you very much. And it sounds like you do have some things to figure out. So I'll just get to the real reason that I'm calling. My name is actually Jubal from a radio show that is called the Jubal show. Hi, Grace. My name's Nina, not to freak you out, but also on the show. Hi, and I'm Victoria. Yeah. Also on the show. Are you serious? What? Okay. What, what is this? What? Well, we what? do it. A segment on our show, it's called To Catch a Cheater, and Drew, your boyfriend oh of three years, is on the phone, 
has been oh listening because he thinks that you might be being unfaithful. Oh my God. Grace, what do you need you to figure serious? out? No, no, this is too weird. What is going on? I don't, I'm not doing this. What? Something has been off since your trip. <laughs> Something has been off. You know, it has. What? And, and honestly, I, I, since the night that I brought up us possibly getting married. Okay, I, I don't. I, I'm. I'm just trying to wrap my head around the fact that we're on the radio and whatever this is happening. So I don't. Uh, hang on. Um, yeah, you brought up marriage, dude. You brought up marriage way too early. I, I don't. I don't know. Like I, you were. This was. You brought it up on my friend's wedding day. Like I'm not. I'm not about that. I was trying to celebrate them. I, it was a lot. You've been together for three years. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like I announced it in front of everyone that was there. Grace, if we don't talk about that, what are we doing? We've been together for three years. It's only been three years. That's like nothing. And you're choosing to get on the radio to talk about this? This is a private conversation, Drew. What are you doing? What happened on the girls' trip? I... Okay, I, I, I there was like I did hook up with someone and I felt like absolute after and the whole marriage thing you scared me and I didn't I, I didn't know what I I don't know what I want it's just it's too much right now I'm sorry it freaked me out and I felt like an, I felt so after I did that but I I just feel like it's a lot right now Drew. <sighs> I mean, at least Grace, you came clean. On the radio? Like, why is this happening on the radio? Yeah, but you told the truth finally. That had to be eating you up. It sounds like you've been struggling with it. I'm not saying it's a good thing that you did that or giving excuses. I'm saying it's obvious you've been struggling with it. But Drew, your boyfriend of three years, has also been struggling with thinking something has happened. I think we need a break. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's fine. I get it. Are we taking a break because you cheated? No, I, I just almost sometimes I feel like the the quick response is like, let's take a break. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're going through something hard instead of facing it. Mm-hmm. So if you take the break, I don't know what the benefit is if you don't work through what the problem is here. Like Grace is scared. You wanted more. Grace, do you really want a break? Or are you just saying that because he does? Uh, yeah, I'm just really confused. I, I, didn't, I thought we were, like, doing fine, but every time he brings up, like, marriage or future stuff, I feel really, tr- like, triggered or whatever. And so, like, I don't know what that means. I just need to figure out. I don't know. If you need a break, like, obviously we'll do that. But, like, I don't, I don't need a break. I just need, like, time. Three years is nothing. I mean, honestly, Grace, I don't, I don't really know what to say right now. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I am sorry. I really, like, it was nothing to me. I felt horrible after. I, I don't want to hurt you like that, like, ever, ever. Is this the first time you've ever done anything like that, Grace? Yes. Oh, my God, yes. But I've had feelings of, like, feeling trapped before. Where, like, things are moving too quickly, but I've never, I've never done that before. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Okay. Uh, but we'll let both of you guys go. And at least glad for both of you that the truth came out. Yeah. And I 
Hope you can figure out what is best for both of you, okay? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yep. Good luck. Good, Good luck. luck. The Jubal Show's to catch a cheater. Good morning. Can I take your order? Can I get a tall chai? And a large black coffee. A what? Large black coffee. Do you mean a venti? No, I mean a large. He means a venti. Yeah, the biggest one you got. Venti is large. No, venti is 20. Yeah. <laughs> large is large. In fact, tall is large, and grande is Spanish for large. Venti's the only one that doesn't mean large. It's also the only one that's Italian. Congratulations, you're stupid in three languages. It's almost time for you versus Victoria, America's favorite trivia game, where you get to battle our own Victoria Ramirez in a game of trivia to see who gets to sit at the head of the table at tonight's big trivia barbecue. Spicy. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Limited invites. Crazy stuff really happens good. there, too. Oh, barbecue. I've always wanted to go. Yeah. But I'm not big enough in the trivia world. Right. Lame. And David Spade tickets on the line. And let's meet today's contestant for you versus Victoria. Aaron. What's up, Aaron? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Do you have the stuff? I want to say I have the stuff. I'm coming for you, Ramirez. Right. Oh. Oh, last name during everything. I know. Wow. <laughs> you know somebody's serious when they last name you like that. True. <laughs> oh, no. All right, we're going to send Victoria out of the studio. Aaron, the game is played like this. You've got 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass, and Victoria has to beat you outright to win. Door is closing. She's outside. And Aaron, you ready? Yes. Your time starts now. Who was the first person to sail around the globe? Uh, George Washington. Who is the most recent person to achieve EGOT status? Uh, Angela Bassett. What is the name of the largest island in the world? Madagascar. How many Jubal Show members are followed by Barack Obama on Twitter? Uh, two. How many children does Chris Jenner have by blood? Four. What is the name of the largest canyon in the world? Grant. Grant. <laughs> all right, we'll bring Victoria back in the studio. So, Aaron, while Victoria gets all set and gets her headphones on, what's something that you would like people to know about you? Well, I'm a city worker, and I just want to, you know, please don't put your gum on benches. It's a lot. There's a lot of gum on benches. So, uh, you never really think about the resources it takes. Yeah. Is that, like, your whole job, or do you do other things? Because I imagine there's probably somebody that their whole job is just getting gum off of things. 80%. Oh, wow. Oh, well, thank you for what you do. Yeah. So we don't have sticky buns. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, thank you for what you do. <laughs> All right, here we go, Victoria. Back in the studio with the headphones on. Mm-hmm. You ready? I think so. 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass, and you have to beat Aaron outright to win. Victoria, your time is your time. Oh, my gosh. But now it's time what? for your time <laughs> for you to have a good time. Go. Annoying. Okay. <laughs> I needed to know when the go button was too. You might want to start that over again. Okay. Oh. Who was the first person to sail around the globe? Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Who was the most recent person to achieve EGOT status? Uh, Meryl Streep. What is the name of the largest island in the world? Hawaii. How many Jubal Show members are followed by Barack Obama on Twitter? Wait, what? Or on X? Are any of us? <laughs> well, two. One. Two. two. How many children one. does Chris Jenner have by blood? Uh, seven. Wait, I, that was just like a fast one. Can I re-answer it? Nope. I'm thinking five. Five. All right. Five is the final answer. Victoria's time is up now officially, and let's send it on over to the scoreboard and see how you did with our scoreboard producer, Brad. Victoria got zero of those correct, and <laughs> A-A-Ron got one correct. Whoa. Congratulations. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. you did it. You beat Victoria. Come on. <sighs> 
Yeah. So you get to sit at the head of the dinner table at tonight's big trivia barbecue. I have no idea where it is because I never get invited, so just go look for it. And just drive around. Yeah. Drive around. Yeah. David Spade tickets as well. Congratulations. Thanks for playing. Let's get the answers with Nina. The first person to sail around the globe is Ferdinand Magellan. Not who I was guessing. Viola Davis is the most recent person to achieve EGOT status. What's EGOT again? Emmy, Emmy, Grammy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Yeah. Oh, okay. The largest island in the world is Greenland. Huh. One member of the Jubal show is followed by Barack Obama on X, and I'm sure it's Jubal. I mean, Brad. It is yeah, me. No, yeah, it's, it's me. me. Oh, yeah. my God. That was our real trivia question. It is a trivia question. My X That's account a- is private, and I have not X'd in years. <laughs> people try to cancel me when I do that. So. Well, you're <laughs> That's not- why he doesn't follow me as well. <laughs> yeah. Chris Jenner has six children by blood, and the largest canyon in the world is the Grand. Nice. Uh, what did I say? You didn't get there. That's lame. Yeah. Aaron, I already got it. Congratulations. <laughs> you beat Victoria. We play you versus Victoria every single weekday morning at this time and also every single morning at this time. Your shot at the Jubal Show's trip to the Caribbean. A four-day, three-night vacation for two to any Sandals resort with locations in Curacao, Jamaica, and the Bahamas, including round-trip airfare. All you have to do is go to thejubalshow.com slash sandals. That's thejubalshow.com slash sandals. And enter the keyword vacation. V-A-C-A-T-I-O-N. Vacation at thejubalshow.com slash sandals. And you could be on your way to the Caribbean. Ooh, toes in the sand. Oh my gosh. Toes and everything. I'm so excited for the warmth. <laughs> I don't know how you guys vacation, but. Why do you gotta put your toes, toes all everywhere? over the place? Wait, did you just say toes, toes everywhere. and everything? Wait, what? <laughs> put them away. Your phone prank happens. First date follow up. Powered by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. Online at advocateslaw.com. Gia is on the phone today for a first date follow up, and she's being ghosted by a dude named Dylan. What's up, Gia? Hey, what's up? How are you? Pretty good. How are you? I am okay. She's being ghosted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we get into your dating stuff, how long has it been since you talked to Dylan? Oh, like six days ago. And how many times have you tried to reach out to him in that six days? Oh, I have been consistently calling, and um, the way the date ended, I would have thought that he was going to be calling me. But, yeah, I reached out uh, more than a few times, you know, trying to make sure he's okay, if nothing else. Gia, let's talk about the date. Why don't we start from the beginning and mm-hmm. get all the way caught up to how it ended so we know why this is what's happening. I actually met Dylan on Tinder. On Tinder. He was a cutie uh, right off the bat. I felt like we had things in common. Um, and his profile mentioned things like he was a big hiking guy, you know, like outdoorsy. And um, that really attracted me. And he really likes bowling. Bowling? So, that, yeah, bowling. I, I mean, I mm. love to bowl. I go bowling with my dad ever since I was a little girl. So I thought, hmm, interesting. Let's, I'm going to get with him and maybe we can go bowling. So I suggested it to him, which he actually didn't seem all that enthusiastic about it or whatever, but he ended up agreeing to go bowling. So I thought it would be great. He showed up just as hot as um, I could have imagined he mm. was going to be in energy right there from the start he was he was funny and all that kind of stuff you know so i was like yeah this is it he he kept joking with me the entire time to make you know me feel really comfortable and um we we was laughing so bad about how awkward the dating scene is you know how messed up the pool is out there you know the kind of things that's in the pool we was just making up everything what's in the pool it's this in the pool it's that in the pool and we was Mm -hmm. just having a fun 
about that. And so um, he was even talking about how it would be funny to put like bumpers on the lanes, you know, just to turn it into a silly game. And, you know, I thought it was funny, but, you know, honestly, I was looking forward to a little bit of a competition, you know, let's play. But, yeah, I laughed it off and everything, you know, because I'm, I'm actually a good bowler, you know, so I was okay. thinking that he was going to compete a little bit. But, you know, I let it rock, and, and regardless of everything, we had a really, really fun time. How did it end? He wanted to know if I wanted to see him again. So I thought it was really, really, really a good time. You know, he walked me to my car. He was a gentleman. Like I said, no pressure. Okay. After a nice, long kiss. And he asked if I was going to date again. I said, heck yeah, you know, I was excited too. So I texted him when I got home. Hey, you know, nice day. That was that six days ago, you know, a week ago, whatever it was. Yeah. Like, after the makeout, did everything seem okay? Or did he maybe seem a little, how do you say, like, pushed back? Turned off? Thank you. He reacted very well to the kiss as well. I reacted very well to the kiss. We were kind of, like, meshed at that moment. So I'm pretty sure it wasn't nothing about the little makeout, makeout that we did in the parking lot. Why do you think that he's not calling? Do you have any, like, hypothesis? Did you beat him at bowling so bad. <laughs> or with a bowling pin. I mean, that would definitely do it, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, one thing I felt like when I kept re- going over it in my mind, what could I have done um, or what could have gone wrong? I was thinking maybe I was acting a little bit too competitive about the bowling. Because, again, you know, my dad just taking me bowling ever since I was a little girl. I thought, you know, hey, we're going to get this competition on. But I mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't put it too bad. I, I, I ended up you know, laughing at his silly jokes, like when he's doing granny walks down the lane and silly stuff that, you know, I was laughing at that. So I didn't take it too serious, but I was being a little competitive. So maybe. Okay. uh, Well, try to figure it out. We'll play a song, come back and then call him and see if he'll tell us why he's ghosting you and maybe get you another date if you want one. Okay. Oh yes. I cannot wait to find out why. All right. Get your first date follow up next. Bean dad, the dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. 
and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. First date follow-up. Powered by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. Online at AdvocatesLaw.com. If you're just joining us for today's first date follow-up, Gia is on the phone and she's getting ghosted by a guy named Dylan. And she doesn't know why, so we're about to call him, see if he'll tell us why, and maybe get her another date. But before we do that, Gia, refresh everybody's memory about your date with Dylan. I went out with Dylan. We met on Tinder. And um, cutie pie, I would like to get to go on another date with him. However, after... um, going out, having a few drinks, and some fun, even a nice kiss in a park spot. He hasn't returned my call or text. So we're going to call him right now and see if he'll tell us why and then get you another date if you still want one. Here we go, okay? Okay, I want one. <laughs> well, you don't know yet. I mean, you see what his reason is. You might not. Here we go. Hello? Hi, may I speak to Dylan, please? This is him. Dylan, what's up, man? How are you? This is Jubal from The Jubal Show. It's a radio show. Hi, Dylan. My name's Nina. I'm here, too. Hi, and I'm Victoria. Hi, how's everyone doing? Have you ever listened to this show before? It's called The Jubal Show, like I said, in case you didn't hear it. I've heard advertisements for you guys, but I've never actually had the privilege of listening to you, but uh, now I have an excuse, so hi. So we do a segment on the show called The First Date Follow-Up. That's where if you go out on a date with somebody and then you end up not calling them back, they can have us call you to get you on the phone and ask you why you're ghosting them. And you went out on a date a little while ago and you've been ghosting somebody and they asked if we could figure it out, figure it out for them. Is this about Gia? Yes, it is about Gia. Do you mind telling us why you, why you're ghosting Gia? (sighs) It's kind of embarrassing for her. Are you probably both? Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess you guys are calling because Gia's already uh, called you to to find me. But mm-hmm. um, last week, I you know we went out and uh, like I, we met on Tinder. And uh, I'll be perfectly honest. I mean, I am not really good at online dating. I don't really take it too seriously. And uh, the date went great. Um, I was very very pleased. I was very surprised. Uh, Gia was she was awesome. We had a lot of fun together. And uh, there was just one little thing that I didn't tell her that is 
kind of embarrassing, and, and I'm sure that's why you're calling me, asking why I haven't called her back. I have an AI program, and the AI program wrote a dating profile for me. <laughs> this is what you need, Victoria. Yeah. I was going to say, I love this. Okay. Like, like an idiot, I didn't double-check what it wrote, and I just copy and pasted it onto the dating website and just, you know, we gave it out to the, to the computer, to the digital universe. And like I, like I said, like an idiot, I didn't see what it wrote. And so when Gia called me and she said that she wanted to go bowling, I thought that was kind of weird. And so I looked at my dating profile to see what was up. And that's <laughs> when I was shocked because it wrote down that I'm a big bowler and I'm a big hiker and I'm a high school teacher for some reason, when in fact I am none of these things. I'm actually a bartender, but I ran with it. You know, I ran with it. Like I said, the day was going great and I didn't want to like ruin it. And so I was like, okay, bowling, fine. Let's, let's, uh, let's make the best of this. And, uh, and like I said, I was just mortified over the complete, you know, botch that this dating profile created. And I, I just felt so stupid. And that's, you know, even though the day went really well, I just, I felt really odd just calling her and being like, Hey, Everything on my dating profile is a lie, even though it's not really a lie. It's an artificial lie, if that makes sense. You just didn't want to call her and tell her that you that the computer lied about you. Yeah, I felt really embarrassed about it. I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm here and I'm listening to you. And really, I I'm having some trouble with that because so you're trying to tell me you let AI write your profile? This are you? Are you what? Dylan, that's Gia. She's on the phone listening and just started to talk. She wanted to talk to you. Yeah. Wait, wait, Gia, you're, you're there? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I'm here. Um, listening to the entire thing, and I just can't believe you. You're going you're gonna to say that you let AI write the profile, and that's fine if that's what you want to do. However, you should at least check it to make sure it doesn't say certain things. Like, how about if it said you drove, you know, you know how to drive when you don't, or whatever. So why would you allow it to <laughs> that you like to bowl when that's one of the things that really attracted me to make me go out with you because I love to bowl. And no, and that explains now why when I asked you your average, you said 11. And I'm, I say above high, you know, above 220. You said 11. And I'm thinking like, okay, that'd be one of his funnies, you know, and you went through the entire day. And you didn't bother to even tell me. And you had so many opportunities while we're bowling. So you're just pretty much a liar. Just a liar. Flat out. That, that wasn't my intention, okay? I was just, I, we were having fun. We were getting to know each other. So I didn't really think that the profile even mattered anymore. I thought I was having fun. You was having fun tooling with me, knowing that you're not that person that you said that you were online. I'm over here having fake fun, thinking I was someone that <laughs> wants to think I want to step Are you even outdoorsy? Do you know? <laughs> do you hike? Anything is anything about your profile correct about what you like to do? Like I said, the AI got it completely wrong. Uh, so no, I'm I'm none of those things. But like I said, I. The only, the only thing I went along with on the date was the bowling thing because I figured, okay, we'll have some fun with that. But it's like everything that happened on the date itself was completely me. There was no lie there. The kiss was real. Mm-hmm. Well, how do I know the kiss was real? I mean, when you think about it, what was real? How do I even know well, what's real about you? Well, you could know, but so, you went out with him again. Um, mm-hmm. Dylan, would you like another date with Gia? We'll pay for it. Um, 
If she would like to give me a second chance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, it's like really unheard of. Like, this is what they talk about with the catfishing thing. Am I, am I setting myself up for failure by seeing this issue and, and continuing to go? I, that is something. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to consult AI this time myself. And uh, let me see. It says no. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, so sorry, sorry, uh, Gia, no, no second date, but well, it sounds like you're okay with it. And Dylan, maybe next time. Just you know. check AI's work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'll definitely have to check that. Um, Gia, I am so sorry about all this. Oh, Dylan, I'm sorry as well. Well, if that's your name, whatever your name is, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Jubal's first date follow-up. Powered by the Advocates Injury Attorney. Online at AdvocatesLaw.com. It's time for What's Trending with Nina. Here's a hack. You want real VIP treatment? All you have to do is wear the color red. What? What? Yeah. That looks terrible in red. Well, then you're screwed. But there are new studies that say, and claims actually, that are telling us that if you want that VIP treatment, especially when you're traveling, flight attendants will pay more attention to somebody who's wearing red, even if it's subconsciously, because they believe that the people that are wearing red are more important in a higher status. <laughs> What? From now on, I'm wearing a red tuxedo on every flight. <laughs> and a red top hat. Next level yeah. hack. You, My hair dyed red. Everything red. You would definitely get some kind of treatment with a red top hat. That's yeah. for sure. It's funny, though, because like you hear about red. like You should wear red on a first date. Or red cars are the ones that always get tickets. But red really just is what pops. Red's I, my color. I don't know if I like that. I am too Irish. There's already too much red in my skin. When I put on red, it's like it washes me out. I don't exist. Only the shirt exists. Well, that's your own perception. So you clearly don't believe that you are worthy of VIP treatment. No, I'd rather be left alone. Yeah, like if I'm on a plane, I'm like, can I become clear so you don't bother me? You don't want two bags of pretzels? No, I want to be left alone so I can sleep. You could get a couple of biscotti cookies. Ooh, those are good. I was so mad those our last Cookies flight. are delicious. I think they only have them on Alaska, but they're good. What kind of cookies are they again? Biscotti. They have them on American Biscotti. too. They have them on American too? Yeah. Yeah, they're good. I, I didn't like get them last things. time. Yeah. I always know how nice the middle seat person is when I wake up to one of those cookies. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about if you're wearing red, how many cookies would be stacked waiting oh, for you so when you woke up? If someone falls asleep next to you on a plane and they leave the cookies on their tray, do you guys think about just like taking it? No. No. Not actually take it, but think about it. <laughs> no. That's their cookies, Jubal. I do. I don't eat anybody else's cookies, but I want to. (laughs) I could just slide my little fingers over there and grab the edge of that cookie wrapper and pull it over here. Yeah. That would be so awkward, though, if you started eating it and they woke up right when you did it. You didn't notice, and they're just staring at you, eating their cookies. <laughs> you look look over, over. Like, oh. You used to immediately hey. reach up and tap the flight <laughs> yeah. attendant yeah. button. But back to the full circle moment. But if you were wearing red, they wouldn't even question They wouldn't care, yeah. <laughs> Especially if I had a red tuxedo on, red hair, and a red top hat. They'd be like, this dude can do whatever he wants. Wait, there it is. I'm scared of him. That's what's trending. Jubal's Dirty Little Secret. Hello? Hello? Hi. Do <laughs> you have a dirty little secret? I sure do. Sweet. What is it? One of the supervisors at work has been cheating on his wife for like almost three years with me. Oh. Wait, oh. what? Who, who's cheating with you? Supervisor. Uh, one of the supervisors at work. But oh. he stopped because he found another one that I found out about. Oh. oh. So now he's cheating on his yeah. wife with someone else also? Oh, yeah. Are you going to tell her? I sure did. So oh, you did? I found out. Uh-huh. 
No, yeah, I found out, and then I had to go to work and, like, record him and stuff so I can show her, and then I told her everything. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? Damn. Good for you. Yeah. Because he can't get away with that. You know, totally. I tried, you know, and I tried talking to him, but he didn't want to talk to me, so, you know, I had to do what I had to do. Sorry. Yeah. So did you tell the wife that he was cheating with someone else or that you also slept yeah. with him? Uh, no, I told her everything. I told her that we've been oh. in my relationship for like three years and then that, you know, he wanted to go over there with somebody else and stuff. What did she say? She just asked why now. Oh, why? why I gave him my do... reason. Yeah. And so is he still Yeah, work... why not sooner? Yeah. Is he still your manager? Uh, no, I quit. Oh, well, okay. I was going to say, man, you can yeah, get any day off you want. <laughs> is, he still, is he still married? <laughs> yes. Yeah, wow. she forgave him. Oh, see, oh. that's the bad part. Dang. Well, maybe well, she yeah. knew. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe I she think knew. so, because one time she had called and um, caught us, like, talking about, like, music and stuff, and then she hung up really quick. Oh, she knew. You know, then. I wouldn't. Yeah. I would have stayed on the phone forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she definitely knew. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you for telling us your dirty little secret. Hopefully you learned You're something okay. from this experience. Yeah. I sure did. I'm not proud of it, but I sure did learn something. Oh, no. Yeah. Right. As long as, hey, you know what? As long as you learn from it, then you can be yeah. at least not shameful of it. Right. right. I know. I yeah. mean, it wasn't planned, you know, but it just started as fun and games and then it evolved. Yeah. Well, well thank you for thank sharing. You. Yeah, you're welcome. Y'all have a good day. You, you too. too. Bye. What's your dirty little secret? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Not much. You have a dirty little secret? Yeah. Sweet. Let's hear it. Uh, so, um, I have not told my family yet that I, um, had put in my resignation mm -hmm. for my job because it kind of just was not working out. I tried talking to them about it a bit and they just kind of didn't want to listen to my input on it. So, like, for the past, like, weekend that they thought I was, like, going to work, like, I would leave in my normal get-up and just head out. <laughs> I was, like, going to, like, the club or, like, out to dinner with friends and, like, watching drag shows <laughs> and getting drinks and stuff and just, like, trying to have, like, as good of a time as I could. It sounds like a great job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um... So, I mean, I still have, like, one more check coming because I, like, just resigned. <laughs> okay. But, like, so, like, I mean, it's not like this has been going on, like, forever. But I was like, this is the last weekend they think I'm working. So <laughs> let me at least, like, enjoy the three days just doing what I want, chilling, <laughs> and try to talk to them about it afterwards. There so, you go. Yeah, so I've just come home. And there's 12-hour shifts, too, so, like, I'm gone. Like, for a long time. You gotta find ways to kill time. Yeah. And, like, the club closed, like, at 3 a.m. And then I usually just, like, chill in my car on my phone for, like, the next, like, four hours. Wow. And I come home, like, how's work? And I'm like, oh, work's work. It was okay. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. Well, thank you for telling us your dirty little secret. Good luck on getting another job. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you decided not to do something that you don't love so you can experience life. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you all for your support. I I appreciate that. So thank you. And I'll be at the club this weekend. All right. Yeah. See you there. Hang <laughs> out. Let me know, okay? <laughs> all right. <laughs> thank you, man. What's your dirty little secret? Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. 
If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 